Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Money Mondays on the Daily Huddle, and thank you for joining us today. I'm Kimberly, and this is my husband, Zach, and we are joining you from Florida today, outside in this beautiful weather. Um, but, but yeah, absolutely. Came, came to the beach and uh, have, a long sleep. have a long sleep. <laughs> The Daily Huddle is a growing tribe of passionate people who want to uplift humankind through their work and throughout their communities. We invite you to elevate the way you experience life through rich and inspiring conversations with today's thought leaders. Be prepared to challenge your views about leadership, health, money, spirituality, communication, and relationships. Welcome to The Daily Huddle. Thanks again for joining us and, and welcome to the Daily Huddle on Monday morning. Um, we want to, today we'll talk about the, the question and we'll ask a few questions for you guys. But today, um, our question of the day is think of, thinking about investing, where do I start? So I'm really excited to have that conversation with you. We have Dr. Monica Agondo here with us today. She's one of our favorite Daily Huddle hosts too. So you guys have probably seen her um, on her day of the week. So before we, we get started today, um, talking about where to start when you start investing, I want to introduce Monica to you guys. You probably know her, like I said, as a host of The Daily Huddle, but I'm just going to read you her bio. It's, it's pretty impressive. So Dr. Monica Agondo is CEO and founder of the award-winning firm CEO Mastery an executive leadership development firm working with exceptional leaders who want to elevate brand position, engage their people, and increase profits while honoring their true purpose. In addition to Dr. Agondo's success with CEO Mastery, she took her first company to rank as one of 500's fastest growing private companies in the United States. She's the author of three books, twice a TEDx speaker, and keynotes in the areas of leadership, marketing, and communication. With a background in finance and holding two doctorates in psychology and comparative religions, Dr. Monica has become a foremost authority in building sustainable, leveraged, and profitable enterprises. So with that being said, we're so excited to have you today. <laughs> wow, I want to meet that woman. Oh, no. I'm like, dang, girl. We need to have coffee. <laughs> right. Yes. I'm excited. I'm excited to have this conversation with you uh, on Money Mondays because there have been so many changes that have been happening for a minute. If you've ever, if you've been in the finance world, you've seen this coming. So for example, um, Cash App and other digital currency um, platforms have been having issues being with their stabilization, with their systems going down. Recently, we learned that there was an unfortunate um, death in the Cash App family with the Cash App founder, Bob Lee, having been murdered, gunned down, or stabbed, actually, in, in San Francisco, and they still haven't caught a suspect. So there's been this turbulence happening in the finance world when it comes to digital currency, and now the government is getting in on it. They're launching FedNow, which is their version of Cash App. Um, what's interesting about that is that even though it's called FedNow, and it's backed by the Federal Reserve. The Federal Reserve is not a government agency. So when we start talking about where do we create financial stability, where do we create economic stabilization for ourselves, for our families, for our legacy, it has a lot to do with your own mindset. 
when we before we started broadcasting, we were talking about you know what our families are doing and what our kids are doing and so forth. If you have any children, then you know that the way you parent an infant is very different than the way you parent a 15 year old. Same person, <laughs> but the 15 year difference makes a lot of uh, impact in what their needs are, what their wants are, what their focuses are, and how to best guide them to be the best version of themselves. It's the same thing with money. And um, just as a way of background, when I fresh out of college, my first career was as a financial planner and a stockbroker. And it was a very, still is a very male dominated um, field. And so having a brown girl like me walking around with all these white guys, it was like, okay, either y'all are going to have to learn how to not be racist, or I'm going to have to develop thicker skin, or both things are going to have to happen at the same time. And what it, what it requires for all of us in the financial world is almost like learning another language, right? Yeah. Um, you know, when I start talking to my clients, for example, about creating uh, revocable or irrevocable trusts for their businesses and creating investment accounts for their businesses in the very same way that employees max out their 401ks that their employers contribute to. When you're an entrepreneur, you are the employer and the employee many times. And so you have to have both hats. And so for me, it's an, it's an important conversation to have, particularly with entrepreneurs, because we are so self-driven and there is no other you know, person or, or boss or whatever to guide you or to tell you what you can and cannot do. This is literally your creation. <laughs> they're like okay we're, and we're that's both, the show everybody good night <laughs> no, so anyway that, um it's it's fascinating to hear that to hear that take on on things you know when you relate something to parenting and you you talk about it in that way i think people's obviously their knowledge their understanding of money grows also right and so when you say learning a, another language that's exactly what it is a lot, it, it would blow people's mind maybe not but a lot of the folks we sit down with that are even 10, 15 years older than us have absolutely no idea what's going on in the, in the world of money. Maybe they've been funding that 401k. Maybe they haven't. Maybe they've just been trying to fund the checking account so that it can it, it can empty out again at the end of the month. Um, so the education and the mindset on, okay, what's my long-term goal, right? What do I want to have happen? Um, and focusing on that from day one is, um, is incredibly important that to uh, success at the end of the day. Yeah, absolutely. So one of the things to, to relate it to parenting, again, one of the things that I think sometimes happens is that we get so caught up on the day to day and in survival conversations with all domains of our lives, even parenting, that we're like, OK, did they die today? No, they didn't die. They didn't kill each other. Everybody's fed. Everybody has a roof over their head. We're good. OK, good night. Let's do it again tomorrow. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but you but you're not really thinking deliberately. What kind of human being do I want to contribute to the rest of my community by raising this child? What are their gifts? What are their innate abilities? What, how can I you know, foment a sense of independence and a sense of worth in them so that when they go out there, I don't have to be helicopter mom. They know how to defend themselves against bullies. They know how to navigate failure and, and uncertainty, et cetera, because they've, I've built that in their spirit. And um, it's the same thing with money that it's like, okay, we've paid the bills. Nobody repoed my car. We're good. You know, <laughs> let's, let's live to, to tell the tale another day. 
but there are some long-term strategies about how do you want to be not only an economic producer in this community, but also how do you want to live, live and leave a legacy for your family. I always think about the there's a line in the in the song. Everybody that knows me knows that I, I always talk about having musical Tourette's. So a lot of times a, a musical line will come into my mind, you know. And there's a song by by Beyonce and Jay-Z <clears throat> under the name The Carters, because they did it together, um, called Boss. And there um Beyonce has a line that says, My great great grandchildren are already rich. She's already set that up. Yeah. And, and I was like, wow, if everybody thought that way, <laughs> we would have less volatility in the market. So I'm just really excited that, that I get to nerd out with you guys on, on this conversation. Yeah, I, I, that gives me chills because I think that for most people that we meet that we meet with, maybe not most people, but I think if you really dug deep and asked them, you know, what their goal would be as far as their legacy, that that would be everybody's goal. They would want that to happen, but they're they're not intentional, right? They don't they focus on the rat race and the everyday and not on the future and how to make that happen. So yeah, I think that's a great analogy. Good morning, and it's, and it's deliberate. And it's deliberate. The, the powers that be, as it were, it's like we want to keep you distracted and focused on the on the hamster wheel so that you don't think about these well, other I, things and that we can take advantage of. Well, so I, that, I think that's a conversation that I, I want to take. You might not know. So I have a really great money manager friend that we follow and he um, he he posts or sends out articles or whatever. Um, as needed when things are happening in the market and shifts are happening and his last trigger, right? Just, just popped the other day to say we're officially entering the recession. Like it's officially happening in the next month or two, even though we all feel like we've been there. But what I found most interesting, especially when you and I were chatting about what are we going to talk about today? Let's talk through this is the noise that's going on in the world around us, right? Because that's where we are. And then how do we block it out and how do we push it away to focus on our reality. Gio talked about it the, a few weeks ago, your personal economy. Yes, the world is crazy and it's spinning. But you and it's always been on, crazy. Yeah, but you have to focus on your personal economy. But let me just read you guys, um, not to freak you out, just to bring attention to this, what he said. <laughs> this is his very first two paragraphs. It, it blew my mind because I don't think about it this way. But he said, in the last month, we have seen the second and third largest bank collapses in history. Collapse of Credit Suisse Bank, one of the world's largest banks in under 48 hours. Multiple countries ditched the US dollar for the Chinese yen. Interest rates have risen to the highest level since 2007. President Trump was indicted, first US president to face felony criminal charges. Corporate bankruptcy filings in the first two months of 2023 hit a 12-year high. 111 corporate bankruptcies were filed in January and February alone. The U.S. is on track record um, for the most bankruptcies in a year since 2011. The debt-to-GDP ratio is higher than any time post-World War II. Um, Leading economic indicators continue to contract and have been going down for almost a year. And then over the last three years, we've seen the largest pandemic in over 100 years. Almost $6 trillion is printed in stimulus money. Interest rates lowered to zero overnight in 2020. Interest rates are currently rising at their fastest pace in history. Inflation at 6%, the highest in 40 plus (laughs) years. 
and I know it sounds horrible, and has remained above 5% for 23 months, largest crypto bear market in history. Total debt in the U.S. is up by $8.2 trillion since 2020 um, to $31.4 trillion. It took from 1776 to 2006, or 230 years, to accrue the first $8.2 trillion. And then record high credit card debt of $986 billion. So it sounds horrible. Like if you put it all on paper like that, like well, how are we still here, right? <laughs> like, And how do we focus and function knowing that that's swirling around and it's probably going to get worse before it gets better? Yes. So how do we move forward? How do we not swirl in all that? One of the things that comes to mind is in, in the Chinese Mandarin language, there is a word for crisis and it has two characters and the characters for that word, it's like syllables, right? It's a crisis, right? So those two um, characters in Chinese are change and opportunity. And that's what creates a crisis because more millionaires have been made in each dip of the economy over the past hundred years than the, you know, uh, Rockefellers and the, you know, Stanleys, Morgan Stanleys of the world, et cetera, in previous years, in, in previous um, centuries. And so what we want to think about is how do I, number one, manage my mindset so that I don't lose my head when all about me is losing theirs and blaming it on me, like the poem If says. <laughs> and number two, how do I equip myself with the financial literacy that I need to make wise moves as a steward of my family's legacy, of my, you know, my wealth or my prosperity, et cetera? Because as we have learned with all the ups and downs in corporate America, in the government, et cetera, et cetera, even though we really like the paternalistic view of the government taking care of us or my corporation taking care of me in my retirement, I get a Rolex, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> that model is no longer applicable in today's economy. You do have to create your own economy. You you always did. It's just that we, right. you know, fell under that stupor of like, ah, I'll be all right. In 30 years, I'll retire and I'll live well. And so yeah. now, oh, see what I mean? The cameras, the cameras. Don't I know. Come. They don't want me to tell you. They don't want me to tell you. Um, So while I fix that, let me keep talking. Um, And so now it's a a matter of how do I, uh, number one, keep my head and and manage my mindset. We we can talk about some some strategies to do that. And then number two, get the financial literacy that I need in order to make bold moves at the appropriate time. Because there's nothing worse than doing the right thing at the wrong time or doing the wrong thing at the right time. And mindset, obviously, is something that you're working on with uh, with what you've got coming up. And I yeah. think I, I'm a big proponent of mindset. If we're on my my camera right now and I turn my screen off, you just see this picture of a, a wheel of the mind and how it works. But um, I, when I'm thinking about finance and all these crazy things going on, one of the most there you go. One of the most bizarre things to me is that um, we will focus on the chaos that we can't control. Mm-hmm. and stress ourselves out about it so much reading articles online you know uh, posts on twitter you know i can't even uh, you know twitter's just a it's just crazy right now with people and their opinions right in, in all different directions flying around and and all that i have to distill it back down to what can i do yeah. to make my situation better and all this other noise that i'm, I'm allowing into my head mm-hmm. i can't do anything about it so why mm-hmm. would i why should i stress out about it be, be informed but don't sit there and stew on it. Yes, that's exactly right. 
That's exactly right. So part of the reason why sometimes it's hard to manage our own mindset is because we don't know where some of those thoughts have come from. We, there, there's a lot of the conversation around money that we have are typically things that we have inherited and we haven't questioned. So I know a lot of people that grew up thinking or hearing, what do you think I am made of money? Money's not made of trees, you know? And it's like, I wanna go and you got some McDonald's money, <laughs> right? So, and then also using money as a way to reward good behavior so that we kind of lose the connection between doing something because it is a contribution to the family or contribution to the community versus doing something because it is going to be well rewarded or well paid. And, the, and only the things that are well paid are worth looking at, which is why we pay teachers what we pay and versus athletes what we pay, right? And so, um, so the first thing that I would uh, want people to do is check your zero to seven. And this is something that I teach in the, in the, in the money mindset makeover that is actually happening starting today. Um, check your, your zero to seven. What did you hear about money? What did you experience about money in your family of origin? When you were first, when mama first got pregnant with you all the way to your birth, all the way to the time that you were seven years old, that time is you being a downloadable disc. All of that stuff, your subconscious mind, your conscious mind does not um, process it, uh, you know, cognitively. In fact, you don't actually develop cognitive memory until you're about three or four years old. Now, all of us in this world know that we were alive in order to get to three or four. You had to have lived those three years, right? But you don't have any cognitive memory of it. You don't know what was who held you when you were six months old or who kissed your feet or, you know, that kind of thing, right? And so you want to start listing for yourself, what are the things that I heard or saw or experienced? What was the energy around money from the time that my mom got pregnant with me to the time that I was born to the time that I was seven years old? Was I a surprise? Was I a burden? Was I a social, was my mom a social pariah because I was born? Was I given up for adoption? Was I abandoned? Was I loved? Was I welcomed? Because that has a lot to do with what you think unconsciously your place in the world is. And your relationship to money, was it a burden? Was it an inconvenience to have to provide for you? Because then you think money is just a way to get love and we don't make those connections. And so that would be the first thing is to get clear on your zero to seven. And then the second thing that I would say is, what are you now telling yourself when you have money and when you don't have money? Listen to those unspoken thoughts that you have for yourself. Sometimes when things are going well, we're like, mm -hmm, I'm just waiting for the other shoe to drop. Like you can't even you can't even enjoy yourself when things are going well because you're already you know anticipating a disaster, or when things are not going well, are you saying to yourself, "I knew this was going to happen. Nothing good ever happens to me." So when you when you can start to observe those thoughts that you're having around your prosperity, around money, then you begin to see, "Dang, I've been jacking myself up with these thoughts that I haven't questioned, that I haven't interrupted." No wonder it's happening this way, because if, if all is mine and the universe is mental and I'm having these mental thoughts and these mental exercises, then it stands to law that this would be the result that I have. <laughs> You're doing it to yourself, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't so, matter what crisis is out there. There's always been a crisis. There's always been a disaster. Somebody's house is always burning. The yeah. question is, what's my experience of it? And what do I say is my role in it? <laughs> So how do we, um, and, and I want you to talk about your money mindset makeover that you have starting in 
an hour and a half, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, and then if you will put it in the chat down here too, just mm-hmm. where people can register and, and have that up there. But um, how do we reprogram our mind? I think for, for Zach and I, we're pretty lucky because we fell into this financial services world, not in the traditional way, mm-hmm. but we were really, really young. Um, I was 23, you were 25. And so, and, and all of our career doesn't mean that we don't still have work to do because we always do. Right. But all of our career was brainwash yourself or somebody else will, right? Mm-hmm. Like all of our career was reprogramming ourselves on how mm-hmm. do we view the world and, and change this. And there's no such thing as, as try and don't say if, and you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. just controlling mm-hmm. the words that you say and controlling your mind and, and being intentional about that. But most people haven't had that. Like my kids even make fun of me. They're like, mom, they're, what do they call it? My juju, you know, they're like, mom, oh my God. You know, <laughs> they like write papers at school about their crazy mom, but I don't care. You know, it doesn't matter to me, but mm-hmm. most people in the world think people that, that think like me and, and probably like you were crazy, right? We got this little world that we live in, in this bubble. And I just tell people, I prefer my bubble. Like, I don't like reality. I right. like my world, yeah. right? Like, yeah. I tell so my daughter, I'm like you... crazy like a fox. You know, foxes <laughs> look like they're running around crazy, but that's a decoy. That's that's deliberate so that you won't kill yeah. them. <laughs> Cause they're yeah. just so how do you start, especially without having a, um, framework and a support system to really help you start reprogramming your mind so you can focus on your personal economy and your possibilities and your yeah. legacy and, oh, that's and all question. of that. That's a great question. So you, we were we were talking about the challenge, the money mindset makeover challenge that starts um, in a few in a few minutes. Okay. Um, people can go to monicaogando.com forward slash challenge and I put it in the chat. It's free. It's for the next five days. And so the first day today, we talk about that mindset thing. So here's here's where you would start with that. What, what I say, you start with that. Um, like I said, first, investigate your zero to seven. And how did you how did you get raised to think about money and your relationship to it? And then compare that to where you are now um, to see how much of that you're still carrying around. I'm not asking you to interrupt it yet. I'm just saying observe it because even the, the act of observation is enough to interrupt it sometimes, right? Um, so that's the first thing. The second thing is human beings, for as long as we have any kind of documented and even undocumented history of our civilizations, we have always learned by modeling. So all you are ever doing is managing your orientation. Who are you looking at to model? One of the things that we tend to do because we are community-based, tribal-based by nature, it's instinctual for us to do that. So what we do is that we tend to model our family of origin, whether they were successful or not. Mm-hmm. But because of the proximity and because of how much we love them and we still have an emotional attachment to them, it's like, I can't out-earn my father. I can't do, what, you know what I mean? And so it takes a lot of uh, mental graduation, as it were, to outshine your family of origin in a way. And there's so much... Um, you know, kind of like a gravitational pull that you have to win against in order to be able to do that. Because then it's like, once I do outshine them, then I owe them. Now I have to bring them along and maybe they don't want to, or maybe it's a never ending step, et cetera. So examining that family of origin conversation, what have you been modeling? And then making the decision to model the people who have accomplished that which you wish to accomplish. So I would rather listen 
in terms of money moves, I would rather listen to a Warren Buffett or even a Jay-Z. <laughs> you know, they're right. Warren okay. Buffett and Jay-Z are friends. Yeah. So, you know, the rich people tend to hang out with rich people. And broke people <laughs> tend to hang out with other broke people. It's crazy, so, right? You want to start looking at who has done what I want to do. And what did they do? Let me start modeling that. Because you're going to model somebody regardless. You're either going to model your family of origin by default, or you're going to model somebody that you want to go after. That would be the second thing. And then the third piece is keep your moves silent. This is the, the, the issue that I have with like this influencer culture is that everybody's flossing for the gram and sometimes they'll even rent stuff that they don't even own just so they can look good in their IG feed, et cetera. And if you've noticed for the past, I don't know, 300 years since we've had mainstream media of any sort, newspapers, TV, radio, et cetera, uh, we've, we've had newspapers for longer than TV and radio, obviously. But for as long as we've had mainstream media, the people who make big moves do it in silence. In fact, there have been laws that have been passed in the last 30 days that some of us don't know about because those moves have been made in silence. And the reason why there's been such a hoopla about some of that stuff, for example, the uh, representatives, the state representatives that got expelled in, this, in the Tennessee legislature is because they took a private conversation and made it public by doing it in session. So they got they became pariahs because of that, right? Mm -hmm. And so I just want to reiterate to people that it's like the things that you want to do that are big moves for your for your business, for your life, for your marriage, for your children. Do those things in private. Celebrate after you've done it. Don't talk about it as you're doing it. I think there's so many questions that I want to ask you and so many conversations that I want to have. And I just want to continue to do this all day long. Um, I know for the Daily Huddle and for you guys today, we have just a, another minute or two to close it up. So we're going to be really mean and not allow you guys to ask questions today ah, <laughs> because we're out of time. But I'm going to encourage you to go to that link in the chat and sign up for that money mindset and ask your questions there, because that's where you yes. really need to do your work. And yeah. that's where you need to focus on you and, and focus on really what matters. And I'm sure there'll be question and answer opportunities and yeah. just so much learning during that environment that yeah. I think that's the, the best thing and that we can days. do. Just and it's five days. So it's um, Monday through Friday yeah. and it starts today. At, is it every day at 11? Every day at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific. Is it an hour? No, it's going to be roughly 40 minutes or so. So, so and then you have an opportunity to listen to the replays. The replays will be up. We have a, a, a private Facebook community, so the replays will be up for the 24 hours until the next one is broadcasted. Um, and if you want to upgrade to the VIP bundle so you can have lifetime access to those replays, you can do that as well. Awesome. Well, I'm super excited to be a part of that. Super excited to see that in order to have access to the replays and the private Facebook group, you guys have to sign up for her, um, yeah. for the actual mindset makeover on her, on her website. But thank you so much for joining us today. I, I really appreciate the conversation. I really do want to like, we'll, we'll have to do a part two. We'll have to do a I know. Two. We'll have to just okay. keep, keep circling and, and talk about that. Maybe after the, maybe we can bring back some success stories from the money mindset. Yes. Yes. We can do yeah, a, reunion, awesome. a reunion call. <laughs> there you go. There we go. Perfect. Perfect. All right, guys. Well, it's great to see all the faces and, and we look forward to seeing you again, same time, same place and, and go join Monica's uh, event that she's having here in just a little while. Bye guys. Thank you. The Daily Huddle, we agree that the 
best way to kick off the day is to adhere to Patty Dabrowski's seven principles for having a happy body, sexy skin, a laughing spirit, and a rewarding life. Give. Give of your time, your full attention, and of your unique talents. Move. Move your body to keep it feeling energized and alive. Eat mostly plants. Plants are the purest fuel to help you reach your potential each day. Sleep. Sleep is how the body repairs itself and readies us to give our very best each day. Stress less. According to John Perkins, stress is just a problem without a solution. Choose your solution and dismiss that stress. Laugh. Laugh out loud. From your belly to your chest and with your head tossed back. You will fire up your endorphins and bring more energy to everyone around you. Love. Most of all, love. With your words, your thoughts, and your actions. Power them with love and watch the way you experience life elevate to all it can be. We thank you for joining us on The Daily Huddle. We are a growing tribe of passionate professionals seeking to inspire a new generation of leaders. Go out and share your unique ability to impact the world. Until next time.